Ben Moore joins the podcast to discuss Georgia State football, and Tennessee and Georgia State will play August 31st uh, to begin the 2019 college football season at Neyland Stadium with a 3.30 p.m. kickoff on ESPNU. Ben covers Georgia State for Panther Talk of 247 Sports. Ben, thank you for coming on the podcast and, and talking about this first matchup. Well, what can we expect uh, that that first uh, Saturday uh, of the 2019 season at, at Neyland Stadium? Of course, uh, a lot of people do remember Sean Elliott, who was the interim head coach after Steve Spurrier, I guess you could say resigned, retired, ha- however you want to word it, with South Carolina a couple years ago. And he filled in for the old ball coach and did a pretty good job. And I kind of thought after that that, he would eventually get a head coaching job just, you know, ha- having that experience. And, and sure enough, uh, he is the head coach at Georgia State now. Yeah, he has, has a relationship with uh, Georgia State's athletic director, Charlie Cobb. They go back from their days at Appalachian State, uh, where uh, Sean Elliott was a player and then assistant coach uh, there before, as you mentioned, moving up to uh, to South Carolina to be the offensive line coach and, uh, and eventually take over for Coach Furrier. But uh, to answer your first question, you know, I, it, it's going to be really, really interesting uh, to see what kind of effort uh, Georgia State brings out. Obviously, they'll be outmanned at nearly every single position, uh, but uh, it, it is game one. It's the first ever road opener for Georgia State. Georgia State, uh, through the first nine seasons of its existence, uh, has opened uh, at home, basically, uh, typically against the FCS program at, at home. Now you're going on the road, so it's something uh, certainly for these players to you know, to kind of point to and focus to in the off-season uh, workouts, but there's been a lot of a lot of transition, a lot of change uh, with this with this program. Uh, head coach Sean Elliott uh, had has six assistant coaches, new assistant coaches this season. Uh, let let a few go. Uh, have have few that have taken other jobs, uh, including OC Travis Trickett, who uh, joined Neil Brown's staff up there, West Virginia. So um, new offensive coordinator, uh, a ton of talent coming back on uh, on offense. Three leading rushers, your starting quarterback. Uh, best players on, on the offensive line as well. So uh, they, they should be better. Uh, certainly hoping the defense gets a ton better. It's been statistically one of the worst uh, in the country last season. I uh, would just absolutely just boat race in a lot of games, and that really, you know, you know had, had the games over in a lot of cases by halftime or even the third quarter. So hopefully a lot of a lot of staff changes and, and uh, position personnel changes uh, will, will lead to a, a much, uh, much better defense in 2019. Yeah, one assistant was Tim Bowens, a running backs coach last year for Georgia State. I kind of go back uh, in my time working at UAB football. He was a wide receivers coach. I believe he's the head coach now at Atlanta Clark University. Uh, So so he's kind of, I guess you could call that promotion, getting a a head coaching gig for himself. Uh, How was the running game last year with, with Tim in charge? It actually set program records. Uh, it was it was very strong. Now, now I do uh, kind of put an asterisk beside that. You do have a, a dual threat quarterback in Dan Ellington, so uh, uh, plenty of those uh, those rushing yards belong to Dan Ellington uh, as a guy who's taking you know a, a read option or just an outright quarterback draw and, and kind of uh, scrambling out of the pocket as well. But uh, you did see some improvement. Uh, the one biggest thing you know that, that kind of overall takeaways from Georgia State 2018 was just how young the program was and how young the guys that were on the field were. 17 true freshmen played, 23 uh, if you combine the redshirt freshmen in that, uh, a lot of them along the offensive line. Uh, had some injuries up front uh, to your starting center, 
to the to the guard position as well. So they were freshmen basically backing up freshmen. So uh, a, lot, a lot of those guys get some much needed experience. Uh, but you saw the running game continue to progress. You have Trey Barnett who's back, a little short, speedy guy. I uh, actually went to high school. Uh, some SEC fans, the folks uh, that cover the SEC and follow the SEC, remember this name. But he uh, he went to high school with Nicole Hardiman, uh, who who was uh, one of the top athletes for the University of Georgia and uh, is now in the NFL. Uh, but uh, he, he was he was basically Nicole's running back uh, when Nicole didn't run it. Uh, Trey Barnett did, and both of them uh, had similar type forty times. So Trey can really really get out and run a little shorter back. Uh, but they have they have some uh, you know, has some solid running back options there as well, and, and uh, you know, I, I expect them to try to rush the ball, uh, certainly there against the Vols, but I know that's going to be a tough task with just a side differential. What kind of offense does Georgia State run? Is it a spread attack? It, it is, yeah. Spread, spread, uh, spread attack wants to get out there, you know, have two or three uh, wide receivers. Um, you know, don't, don't use the tight end a ton. Um, you know, just basically mostly have blocking tight ends. They want to get out, uh, get the dual, dual threat quarterback Dan Ellington out there in space, making decisions. Uh, quickly uh, and, and kind of move from there. Uh, it's it's going to be very interesting as well, you know, with, with the uh, new OC uh, Brad Glenn coming from Western Carolina. Uh, just got a chance to to really kind of dive in a little bit uh, to Western Carolina's offense the last few years. But uh, he, he does let his quarterbacks throw it. Uh, Dan Ellington certainly is a guy that has has the arm, and, and at six two, with about two hundred uh, pounds, he can really get out and move. Uh, but you know, at, at times he can't hold the ball a little bit longer. So I, I'm, I'm sure that's that's been a focus. Uh, to, to really get the ball out to the playmakers. There are some size. There's there's some wide receivers that have legit size. And actually, a guy that uh, played the University of South Carolina team when Elliott was there, Christian Owens, uh, who, who has you know some, some SEC size to him uh, as well. So it'll be interesting to see uh, the mix. Do, do definitely have some speed in the slot, uh, and uh, you know have some guys that are a little bit younger. You know, trying to prove themselves in the wide receiver uh, things like Cornelius McCoy, who, who played a ton as a freshman last season as well. Uh, who, who should be better uh, as a sophomore? So uh, there'll be, you know, it, it'll be a wide, you know, yeah, a wide open attack. That's the goal, and uh, try to mix in obviously some runs in there as well. Is this an offense that wants to move quick, uh, uh, up tempo, uh, you know, hurry up, snap it, that that type pace? Yeah, that that's been the goal. You know, last uh, couple seasons under Travis Trickett, you know, he comes from you know that, uh, you know, the the, uh, the the Clemson kind of speedier. Uh, you know, even Chad. Chad Morris, SMU, you know, really moving, moving quickly, uh, you know, gold. And the biggest thing, is the, you know, and what he kind of bumped into is when you have young offensive linemen, you have young guys, uh, and, and, you know, on, at wide receiver, it's very difficult to uh, to speed them up as it's already going so fast. And, you know, and when they're young and haven't been on the field, uh, everything's kind of moving at the speed of light already. Uh, so there were some cases where that just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Now you have a little bit more experience coming back. I expect a uh, similar type scenario, a little bit quicker, uh, offense, uh, trying to get things out. So that spring practice, you know, uh, you know, really trying to, to push the tempo a bit, uh, move things a little bit faster, get plays off a little bit quicker. So I uh, do anticipate that again this fall. On the other side of the ball, defensively, what what kind of looks will Georgia State give you? Uh, do, do they have a base look of maybe a four three three four? What what's the best way to describe on that side of the ball? Yeah, it's a base three four. Uh, you know, you're running basically zone coverage in the back, and then really kind of allowing. It's the bend don't break uh, type type of uh, type of defense. Uh, it's been one of the areas that, that really has kind of been disappointing just to watch. You know, in year one under Coach Elliott, uh, the defense had the top fifteen, top twenty uh, against the run. Really, really good. Uh, you know, push there and made it difficult. You saw uh, Georgia State ride that 
uh, defensive presence uh, to a bowl win uh, in, in the Automation Cure Bowl over Western Kentucky. Uh, but got got uh, you know uh, bad in a hurry last year. Part of that, quite honestly, was just use and injuries in the secondary. Uh, they got down at one point down to just four uh, running uh, four four quarterbacks that were actually healthy. Um, so it's uh, you, know, you have some more depth coming in, and they're going to lean on a lot of younger guys too, uh, guys that that are they're, they're freshmen just arriving on campus this weekend. Uh, they're going to have to play significant uh, you know reps this this fall and. Uh, seeing how much they grow up, I think it's going to be important. They also get uh, two of their uh, starting defensive backs back from injury, uh, season-ending injuries as well. So seeing how those guys develop and, and move in. Uh, like, you know, uh, Nate Duquay is a, is a guy who, uh, you know, kind of grew up under, uh, you know, that, that Appalachian State you know, mindset, really tough nose, you know, but base defense 3-4, uh, you, know, let, let, you know, let the guys, you know, kind of get after it. A uh, really interesting hire as well as Brad Lawing this offseason from the defensive line side of things. He's got experience at Florida State, University of Florida, uh, been a guy that SEC fans should know and, and uh, definitely see. It's going to be interesting to see his impact you know, working with the pass rushers there. And uh, just quite honestly, Georgia State just could not generate any pass rush uh, last year at all. And that you know, that's a recipe for disaster, especially with young corners. How beneficial has Turner Field, the old Turner Field, kind of transition into Georgia State's home football field. Uh, it, it is Georgia State's property now. I think it was great that the uh, city of Atlanta helped out with that move and, and also did not tear it down. Uh, as we know, 1996 Olympics uh, were hosted there as well as Atlanta Braves baseball. How beneficial has that venue been for this university? Is he still around the program at all?
deal and, and, and some kind of throwback look back at uh, Coach Curry and, and his involvement there. Uh, but yeah, he, he still was around from time to time. And, and uh, you know, I know uh, a couple of years ago was invited out to uh, to the bowl game as well uh, with, with Georgia State football. And, and he's been a great ambassador for, uh, for the school. His wife, uh, Dr. Carolyn Curry, actually went to Georgia State as well. So he has a tie. Uh, tremendously to, uh, to to George State and uh, can see him around uh, in Atlanta to be speaking events and things like that. But uh, but yeah, he's st- he's still around. He still has a presence, and uh, you know it's good to good to see uh, Coach Curry uh, any anytime we get a chance to speak with him. Well, Ben, uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. And as this college football season is approaching, it's always good to look at that first game. And and Tennessee is set to to host Georgia State that that first Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the trip to Neela.